Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on yet another Wednesday, hump day, 11th of August, 2021. Not sure about you, but uh, time is absolutely flying. I cannot believe we're nearly in the middle of the eighth month of 2021. And uh, before you know, it'll be Christmas. Before you know, it'll be summer. Before you know, it'll be cricket back. And I think the ashes are coming. Hopefully, we get crowds back at the uh, at the cricket this year. And it'll be 2022 in the blink of an eye. It is just unbelievable. And, uh, well, time time flies when you are having fun. As a quick reminder, before we jump into today's episode, if you can do me a massive favor, a couple of favors, actually, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please press the subscribe button or the follow button on the Apple platform. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to go. And uh, as well, if you, if you can do me a massive favor also, which is favorite number two, if you can be so kind as to rate the show on the platform that you're listening to, irrespective of whether it's a one, two, three, four, or five uh, rating, that would be greatly appreciated because it will now enable other people who are searching for information around sales and sales leadership to more easily, more readily be able to find the show on the platforms because there's such a massive number of uh, shows on the various platforms and uh, the search functions, and I've got no idea how the algorithms work. But uh, apparently, the more ratings you have, the more easy it is for your content to be found. Uh, what I'm going to keep doing, though, is just recording podcast after podcast after podcast. So my hope is that these continue to add value. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome on board. And if you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate you listening in. And I hope that I'm continuing to add value for you in your sales leadership quest. And if you're not yet a sales leader but are looking to become a sales leader, hopefully what I'm talking about on these podcasts is some uh, information that can enable you to more readily start to make that transition to a sales leadership role. So in today's episode, I've actually just come off a podcast this morning. I was interviewed by uh, a good friend of mine, Samantha Riley, which I think is coming out uh, in the early September timeframe. Uh, and she runs a great business, global business actually, and uh, she has a podcast called the Thought Leaders Business Lab. So if you're into all things business, uh, looking for some leadership stuff, but also business context and marketing and so forth, it's a phenomenal podcast to get involved with. And again, you can find that on the numerous different platforms. But one of the things we we're talking about today was sales. And uh, she had me on to talk about sales and sales leadership. And we touched on the hero's journey. So I thought, what a better time than now to talk about this and put it into the context of sales and sales leadership. Now, if you're like me, you, and maybe not, but if you are like me, you probably love movies and stories and all things involved in, in story making. And I often get so involved in movies and stories that feels like I'm part of the story. And if you look at a lot of the greatest movies of all time, and it starts from uh, the very first picture that was made in color, which is known a movie called The Wizard of Oz, they all follow a very, very powerful formula known as the hero's journey. And it's one of the key reasons why a lot of the big blockbuster movies are blockbusters, because they're so popular, because they capture the audience and bring the audience into the journey of the hero as it goes through the movie. And the, the terminology or the, or the passion, if you like, of the hero's journey was actually created or identified by an American scholar by the name of Joseph Campbell. And there's a heap of information on the internet around the hero's journey. And if you wanted to look at that, there's videos and so forth. I really uh, encourage you to do that. 
But I wanted to talk about this at a high level today because all of us are on a hero's journey. And the hero's journey, by definition, describes a typical adventure of an archetype or a character known as the hero, which is a person who goes out and achieves great deeds, achieves great things on behalf of a group, a a tribe, a civilization, or in our case, a sales team. And essentially, all of us are on a hero's journey of some degree. Uh, We're simply not necessarily aware of it. Uh, You're on one. Uh, your sales team's on one, I'm on one, and our role as leaders is to help guide our team through the journey. So the, the hero's journey is made up of 12 different steps, and I want to take you through these steps at a, at a high level and see if I can translate this into, well, what does this mean for a sales team? What does this mean for a sales executive? And what does it potentially mean for us as a sales leader? Because when you think about it, one of the key responsibilities of a sales leader is to help guide and direct our team and help them get better, help them develop, help them become a better version of themselves. Essentially, we are helping them along and guiding them through their own hero's journey. One of the key things to understand, though, is where our team members are sitting and how we can actually help them make the next step or make the next transition to the next phase of their hero's journey. And if we can do that really well, then not only will we increase the person's confidence will actually arm them with the resources that they need in order to be successful sustainably and therefore increase their levels of own competence and also confidence so they can deliver those results and, importantly, pay it forward to others who potentially are going to be following in their, in their tracks uh, following, or following their example. So let's go through these 12 stages and I'll try to give an overview of each of, each of them and try to tra- relate this back to sales and sales leadership. So step number one, we start at the ordinary world. Now this is where the, the hero, if you like, is either uncomfortable, they might be a little bit uneasy, or in some cases they might be completely unaware. They're just operating, in some cases, on autopilot. They, they know that there's something different out there. They feel a level of tension that they want to do something different, but they're not quite sure what that is. So there could be a level of unevenness, but they're in the ordinary world. They're doing the same thing day in and day out. And these are going to be people who you see every single day coming to work, doing the same thing, going home after work, doing the same thing, and nothing really changes. They're literally stuck in the ordinary world. Now, the next phase, the next stage is what's called the call to adventure. Now, something might happen. There might be somebody in your environment that says, hey, you're better than this, or there's something better out there or you've got more potential than what you're showing, or you need to pull your finger out. Or indeed, it could be something internally. It's a feeling. You think, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm not realizing my fullest potential. There has to be something more than what I'm doing right now. So there's something that will happen, and it could be an internal, external pressure, or it could be an internal pressure that enables us to think about, or at least face the beginnings of change, or at least start to contemplate a life that might be different. Example of that could be you've got a sales executive who is not delivering the numbers, not doing the things they know they should be doing to get the results. And so there's this reluctance to identify what that specifically is, but they do know that something has to change. So there is a call to adventure. There's an opportunity for them to do something different. Step number three in the journey is what's called the refusal of the call. So what what happens here is the hero feels the fear of the unknown, and what they try to do is they turn away from the adventure, however briefly. So it's when they're taking the first step out of their comfort zone into what potentially is an unfamiliar zone and they don't get the result they were hoping for. So they're used to living in, a, in an area of comfort. They're used to doing things the same way and getting the same results, which by the way is insane. But when they try to do something different and it doesn't actually work the way they thought it would work, then they say, you know what, I'm refusing to do any more. I'm going to go back to my old ways. So they refuse the call. Now this actually is an expression of uncertainty 
And as a sales leader, we need to actually encourage people to continue to take the steps outside of their comfort zone because there's no way they're going to progress if they don't take some chances and start doing some things which are going to be unfamiliar. Step number four then is what's known as the meeting of the mentor. And so the hero here comes across a seasoned traveler of the worlds, for for want of a better phrase, who will give him or her the training, the equipment, the advice, the guidance that will help them along the journey. Now just think about the number of people in your career who have helped you along your journey and they almost became mentors. And they could have been informal mentors, but they could have been more formalized mentors. At what stage did they get placed in front of your path? And if you look back, sometimes they they happened at the most um, unpredictable times and certainly at the times when you didn't expect, so unexpected times. So you will at some stage meet a mentor. And this is the person who is designed to help you along your journey. And a lot of cases will be with you for the majority of that journey until such time as their work with you has been done. So step number four is meeting the mentor. So who do you have right now as a mentor? It could be could be your one-up manager. It could be an external mentor. It could be a personal in the family. It could be a, a personal coach. It could be a paid mentor. There, there is a mentor that is there to help guide you along your own hero's journey. Stage number five is what's known as the crossing of the threshold. And this is where the hero will commit to finally stepping out of their comfort zone and leaving the ordinary world. So they've made a decision, I no longer want to be in this position. I no longer want to be doing the things I've always been doing. I'm now prepared to cross the threshold and enter into a new world. Now, often when you enter into a new world, there's going to be a lot of things that are unfamiliar. There might be different rules, different values, different ways of doing things, and you're completely outside of your comfort zone. And this is where a lot of people have to make the decision because there's a lot of uncertainty, when, particularly when it comes to careers, and certainly when it comes to opportunities, you don't know what you don't know. But it's until you cross the threshold that you start to really work out what you're made of. But guess what? You've also got the mentor with you along the journey to help you make that transition into the new world. And this is what a lot of us do in terms of coaching. And that's what I do with, with coaches as well and with, uh, with sales and sales leaders is guide them across the threshold and actually introduce them to a whole new world. And through this, through this process, they can now become form, form more familiar and start to develop the habits, the frameworks and the disciplines that will enable them to start to excel in the new world. So essentially what they're doing is they're committing to making a change. They're saying, you know what, there's a better way of doing things there's a better environment that I can operate in and I want to be part of that new environment. So whilst it may be unfamiliar, what they are doing is they're choosing to cross the threshold and knowing that, you know what, I'm going to be better off for moving into a different area because I can now make some changes. And so step number six, stage number six, is what's known as the tests, allies, and enemies. And this is where the hero is going to be tested and they, what they do is they sort out allegiances and they have their own, I guess, friendship groups that are formed in the special world. Now, if you think about the movie, The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy actually crossed the threshold into the new world and it was completely foreign to her. And then what she found was she found three mentors or three three friends, three allegiances. You had the Tin Man, you had the Scarecrow, and you had the Lion. And for the rest of the journey, these three people were with Dorothy so that she could complete her own hero's journey. So who have you got in your world? Who, who are the people that are most supportive of you? Who are the three closest people to you who you can have as allegiances, who can be there to have you have your back, who you can be supported by? So this is where, because what's going to happen is there will be, uh, there will be some tests and there will be some challenges that will come because this is what stage number seven is all about, which is what's known as the approach. And the approach is preparing for major change, having to do things 
that are completely unfamiliar. And in doing that, there will be some major challenges that you will have to deal with, confront, and hopefully overcome so that you can get better and be more familiar with the, with the new world. So this is where that there's going to be a major challenge. And to have your three people, three closest people with you, they're the ones that are going to help you uh, have the mindset and the discipline to continue to face that major major challenge. So in the sales context, who could those three people be? Well, it might be as a sales executive, it could be first of all their sales manager who is there to provide unconditional support as they move through the journey. They might often have even have like a sales director who might be a one-up or a two-up that might be there to also help uh, pave the way and, and provide some support. But you also, might also have a buddy. It could be somebody you're working with or it could be somebody who you respect within your team who can also be a key part of your, I guess, your strategic alliance that will help you approach the, the oncoming danger and the challenge that's coming because that's the approach number seven. Stage number seven is the approach. And all of the stages up until this point are preparing us for stage number eight. And this is where we face the ordeal. Now, if you think about this, this is where the major challenge happens. This is where the, the hero of the story essentially confronts what could be a life and death situation. And it's, it's where they're facing their greatest fear or her greatest fear. Because out of this moment, out of the near-death experience or out of that really bad experience comes a thing called new life. And so what could it be for a sales team? Well, it may well be the ordeal is the latest pitch or it could be a very important presentation to a senior executive team that is a make or break in terms of this multi-million dollar deal. That, for many people, is going to fill them with dread and fill them with nervousness and particularly not so much if they don't win the business but more, more so what will be the consequences if they don't win the business. So for many people, the ordeal could be feeling as if this is life and death. It's almost like if I don't win this, my life is over and therefore I'm no longer worthy and I'm not going to be part of the sales team anymore. Now, in reality, it's not necessarily going to really be a life or death situation in a sales context, but it could actually feel like that, where it is all or nothing. So if I don't win this deal, I've got nothing. But if I do win this deal, I've got everything. So it's very dichotomous. It's it's yes or no. It's, it's positive or negative. And so that is that is what's known as the ordeal. Now, if, if we can face that and if the hero can face that and they can come out of that ordeal, they actually can get the reward. And this is where the hero takes possession of the treasure that's been won by facing their greatest fear. Now, there may be a celebration, but there also could be danger of losing this treasure again. So think about this. You've had one of the greatest presentations of your life. You've done a phenomenal presentation and the board have said yes we are going to go with you on this multi-billion, million, well, multi-billion, I'd love to be multi-billion dollar, at least a multi-million dollar deal. And you get a verbal and you come back to your team, you come back to your sales manager and say, hey, we've won the deal. But then it potentially could be ripped out from under you because the competition might come back with an unsolicited last ditch bid to try and win the business. So there is still a potential that you could still lose the treasure again. And so this is where the reward comes in, but you've actually done the hard work because you have overcome a lot of the challenges that you are facing. And in many cases, you've overcome the fear and trepidation of the unknown. And so you start then on stage number 10, which is the road back. And what happens here is the hero is driven to complete the adventure and they'll leave the special world or they'll leave the new world and go back and bring the treasure home. So it's bringing back the big deal back into the office after having won it with a with a customer. And often in a movie, for example, you'll see here that there's a chase, a chase scene, which, uh, which signals that there's an urgency or a danger of the mission. We've got to get home. We've got to get home by a certain time. We've got to bring the, bring the bacon back. 
or bring the prize home. And often on this road back, there may actually still be some hidden dangers that we need to be aware of. So it's not about just having a straight road back to home. It's not about an easy an easy pathway back to uh, back to the office. It could well be there's still some dangers there. So it could be a phone call that you get on the way back from the office to say, hey, we're not quite sure we've made the right decision. There might have been buyer's remorse. So there is potentially some things that could still happen. But you are on the road back to the ordinary world and you are focused on bringing that elixir back or that prize back to, to the office or to the, to the ordinary world. Stage number 11 then is what's known as the, resurre- the resurrection. And at the climax, the hero is severely tested once more on the threshold of coming home. So it's just this analogy again that we've got the deal, we've got the verbal. We're just about to announce it and then something happens. So there's still a last little moment of trepidation where it may actually completely get get gazumped again. But there is a resurrection process here where uh, there is a, uh, a last final attempt or there might be some last minute dangers. It might well be there's a last final little objection we have to deal with and not so much overcome but handle. But in the process of doing that, because of the journey they've already been through, there's a high level of confidence to be able to deal with that. And therefore, by the hero's actions, the polarities that were in conflict at the beginning of the of the journey are now finally resolved. So there's less trepidation, there's less anxiety. It's like, you know what, we can handle this because of the journey that we've actually been through. And then the final stage, which is final, uh, stage number 12, is what's known as the returning with the elixir. So essentially, this is where the hero returns home or they complete the journey, or they continue the journey, bearing some element of the treasure that has the power to transform the world as a hero has also been transformed. So this is where we actually get to a level of mastery. So if you remember when we started out, we were fearing the unknown. We were sitting in the ordinary world, and we probably didn't know what we didn't know. We weren't necessarily aware of that there needed to be change to be made, or that we wanted to change. But going through that journey, you actually get come back to the ordinary world, and what you find is you're completely transformed. And what we'll then see is the ordinary world as you used to know it no longer exists because you now see things from a completely different perspective because you have developed, you have changed, you have got better, you've taken on new resources, you've met new mentors, you've got new allies. So when you're back in the ordinary world, you now look at things completely differently because what things used to affect you and the things that used to cause you levels of uh, anxiety and concern no longer concern you because you've now developed such a high level where you've taken all that into your stride. Now that's to say, not to say that you won't now start on a new hero's journey because we're always on some part of a hero's journey because it presupposes there's another level of performance to get to as we've always talked about and there's another level of opportunity that's now waiting for us because as we get better, there'll be more and more challenges that will be thrown in front of us and so we're always on a hero's journey. So when you return with the elixir, into back into the ordinary world, think about this, you then could become a mentor to somebody else who is just starting out on their own hero's journey. So what is it that we can do to pay that forward to other, other people to help them on their own hero's journey, to help them cross the threshold and to help them deal with some of the challenges that no doubt they will face. But having, having you face these particular challenges, you know that you can act as a mentor and as an allegiance to these people to help them make that threshold transformation even more seamless. So I absolutely love the hero's journey and hopefully I've done that justice today, albeit at a high level. If you really want some more information, please jump onto YouTube, jump onto uh, Google, type in the hero's journey. There is so much information on there, lots of videos 
and uh, lots of written material about that as well. So I trust that helps. And if you like some help on your own hero's journey, particularly when it comes to crossing the threshold and moving into a brand new world, and you're not quite sure how to make that transition, love to have a conversation with you and become your mentor in helping you make that threshold change into being an exceptional sales leader. You know the drill. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, the simple call to action is this. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time. We'll have a conversation and we'll start working with you as early as this week, if not next week, help you make the transition across the threshold, help you get prepared for the challenges that will be ahead, and in the process, help you become that exceptional sales leader that you know you're destined to become. So I look forward to that conversation, and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, but also if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.